premise for this too was what if we approached our relationship as the most important business of our lives? Because it is. And that was taken for granted as I think a lot of people probably do. And so we were like, okay, cool. Through that lens, how can we like make this a thriving business in our lives, our relationship? I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Check, a Soulfire production. What is a relationship board meeting anyway? Tell me. The relationship board meeting is a safe container to talk about your relationship on a regular basis. It creates time and space for reflection, as well as the opportunity to build upon a shared vision with your partner. Ideally, the meeting is done once a week. However, you can adapt the meaning and all of the components as you see fit. The ultimate goal is for you to connect with your partner. And this, the relationship board meeting, is a springboard for just that. And we're going to talk about it today. Come on now. What do you think about relationship board meetings, J-Bell? Hmm. So the first thing that comes to mind is we implemented this when we were kind of in a place of desperation, if you remember. I do. Uh, I remember very specifically, it was probably about exactly two years ago now. Right. At our old Around when we first got to Austin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, life, well, we transition as life just kind of continuously is in a sense. But we were at a place in our relationship where there was a, I'll call it somewhat of an insidious complacency and a low level knowing that like what got us here won't get us there. And we need to do something to get us there, something different, something radical, something intentional. And we had some close friends who told us about this concept that they do for their relationship. And we were like, okay, like let's give that a try and let's, let's see how it works and then make it our own. Yeah. And yeah, I remember just like reflecting back on that time, we were missing each other a lot. Yeah. And literally missing each other yeah. a lot <laughs> of the time. And for me, Austin was so huge for my, that is now our brand and business. And mm-hmm. when I first got here, it, I was busy all of the time and things mm-hmm. were just starting to really take off. And I was traveling a lot. I was working for yeah, Bulletproof at the yeah. time. So I was gone oftentimes half the month. Yeah. And so we, I think we just missed each other. And then the, the, fact that we weren't having a lot of intimacy and that's not just sexual intimacy, but like really deeply connected time together. And we weren't capitalizing on the time that was available and we were scheduling things all over the place. It, it had us starved for attention in a way, and we were existing around each other. So orbiting around each other, spending Mm -hmm. at times a decent amount of time in the same building as one another quality, but not but qu- just like quantity, but not quality. Yeah. But just yeah. like not being able to drop in or really connect. And by the end of our days, it's like, I just want to sit on the couch for a minute and chill the fuck out. Yeah. So the relationship board meeting, um, you know, the general concept was, I'd say gifted to us by friends. And that was over a weekend when we had our first was that around the time when we had our first LSD experience? Yeah. Yeah. Within around a couple then, months, few months or so. It was those friends 
damn those friends. <laughs> They've introduced us to a lot, uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were basically just saying like when we, when they called it, I think when we board meeting Yeah, and it's like when, and you know, the question is like, well, what do you mean? We talk about our lives and we talk about all of the different things that are going on in our lives. And I was like, wow, what a novel concept. Yeah. And really shortly after we started experiencing a lot of growth and connection, which did not come without challenge, which I'm sure we will talk about here in just a second. But I, we started talking about it on social media that we were Mm -hmm. doing this thing. And then people were like, what are you doing? What's that thing? How do you do it? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, shit, we're getting asked this question so much that I think Bryn and I, but mostly Bryn, (laughs) I helped her put it together, but she was definitely the uh, original designer of the relationship board meeting PDF that helps to guide people through the whole experience. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was by demand of our audience Mm -hmm. that we created a framework and a foundation that other people could use as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to double down on the, how impactful this was for our relationship. It was like instantaneous and super sustainable and exciting. When we implemented this, it was like, we were back to the honeymoon phase in a lot of ways because we were scheduling sex. We were super aware of each other's uh, schedules and we were creating intentional time for us to go on walks with the dogs, to go to yoga classes. And we were able to do that because we were very clear on what was important to us and how we could address those things. Yeah. And in our own individual worlds, I think if you would have asked me at that time, how important is Jordan to you? And I said, he's the most important thing in my life, but I yeah. wasn't backing up my talk we with my action. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then I might go, oh, well, I haven't seen him or whatever, touched him, whatever, in a long length of time. So I know I have a window of time here. So I'm going to go find you. And you're, you've got your basketball under your arm with your skateboard in a hand, and you're <laughs> literally about to walk out of the door. And even though you didn't know, like you didn't know that I was maybe about to approach you mm. and you're like, sorry, I'm meeting somebody, you know, it's just yeah. like this random thing that popped up. And because we didn't have anything scheduled and you didn't know that maybe I wanted you and I'm speaking, I'm just making a story up right now, but it probably Which happened. Be, yeah. Very well have happened. And then <laughs> I would then get upset with you for something that, you know, I, I would know in the moment, I can't be upset with you. You didn't know, but I'm upset right now Yeah, because this, you know, was a missed opportunity Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like we are not starved for connection when it comes to social interactions, Sure, but that is certainly something that can happen within our relationship. So mm-hmm. priority for sure. It mm-hmm. had us back up what we said with our actions. And when we first started doing it, I was resistant as fuck. I would say when we first started doing it, you weren't. When we first started doing it, it was awesome. It was rainbows and butterflies. It was so exciting. It was so connected. It was, yeah, it was a lot of fun, but it was, I don't know, several months in-ish. Yeah. It started to become a little different, a little cumbersome, another thing. Another thing And it would bring up conflict um, because it's, it's it can be very masculine. And that's why within the relationship board meeting, kind of like mini course and stuff, we've made it more like having the blend and balance of feminine, masculine, of dropping into a space of it being like a a very intentional and playful experience. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Because of our experiences with it kind of not being sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken about it on the podcast many times before, and I'm sure many more times, you know, this is the work that I get to do. I have a very directive, I would say more often than not masculine type charge to me. Where I'm just like deciding things and planning things and organizing and making decisions. And 
I grew up that way. I, that, that I feel, I feel like is a part of my essence and my being. And so much of what I do right in the world is connected to that. And totally. shifting out of that is very challenging at times. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, like, oh, we need a board meeting today. I'm like, fuck another thing on the to-do list. <laughs> Damn. Why can't we just like chill for a second? And then, you know, we might skip it or I might get kind of prickly and you're like, oh, well don't touch that today. Mm-hmm. And then we go through a week where we're really disconnected. And we know now when we get to the end of a week and we are feeling pretty disconnected, like there were a lot of opportunities missed. We, instead of blaming each other, we go, we didn't board meeting. Yeah. And so we don't, we don't say, you know, we don't pass that blame or shame or anything onto each other. It's more like we, we see where that could have been different. Yeah. We know that we get to leverage the process to support us. That's why we created this thing. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I want to say. What was it? Oh yeah. Like a, a premise for this too was what if we approached our relationship as the most important business of our lives? Because it is. And that was taken for granted as I think a lot of people probably do. And so we were like, okay, cool. Through that lens again, which can be very masculine, but we injected a lot of the feminine energy to make it a, a well-rounded experience. But how can we like make this a thriving business in our lives? our relationship. For sure. So that's some of our context and the reason behind the why, uh-huh. the reason behind all of the relationship board meeting, the exercise, the PDF. It's, it's funny cause it's, it's taken a life of its own, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> um, so much so that it warrants an entire podcast episode about it. Yes. So and I could have sworn we had done this. No, talked about because how, we talk about it so much. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So, and what's exciting about this podcast episode, cause we're getting ready to get into the, how to lead one for yourself mm-hmm. or to lead one for yourself and your partner. in just a moment is that this episode is going to be a reference over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So people can continue to refer back to it. You know, some of y'all might try a relationship board meeting and like it goes a little sideways or you forget for a little while, you do it from, for, you know, maybe consistently for a little while, then you stop. And then it's like, Oh, how do you do this again? And go back Mm -hmm. to the episode. So anyway, let's go into the components of a really great relationship board meeting. A couple Mm -hmm. of the components are, well, there's five specific ones is the drop-in and how you initially start the container having a weekly overview where you go over, okay, this is the week ahead. What is, what are the specifics that are on your schedule, on my schedule, what's some things that are flexible that we can create space around, creating a foundation for a, a true deep dive. How are we doing? Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your connection to me or the relationship as a whole right now? And then have a conversation around that. And then of course, there's the component of authentic and uh, authentic relating where the questions that are asked are much deeper than the surface level Mm -hmm. Um, and spending time in connection, which sometimes does include some of those words and some of those sentence stems. And sometimes it's touch. And it doesn't necessarily have to involve a bunch of fluffy words or language. Mm -hmm. And then it is very important to have a closing to your experience. So you hear the word thrown around a lot container, got to create a container. So basically that just means you have an opening and it's very intentional and you have an agenda of sorts Mm -hmm. could be loose. And then you have a closing Mm -hmm. where you go, okay, we're done with that. Now let's go do the next thing. Beginning, middle, end. It just, it feels like a complete process when there's those elements. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I oftentimes go many days. Well, maybe not many days considering the two of us. I'll think of things I'm grateful for throughout the day. 
and you'll be doing something. And I'm like, I really love that he does that. And I might not say it. Mm -hmm. And so I pay attention now because of the board meeting, because if we go into a board meeting, it's like, what are you, what are the things that you're grateful for? And how would you rate and value the relationship? I'm like, oh, all these things that you did. So it creates a space that you can share with the other person. How did we do? And what are you grateful for? And what are you present? And also um, some people in their relationship board meeting air their grievances. Yep. What's anything left unsaid? Yeah. And there's no one way to do this per se. There's really good core tenants and we have this outline so that you can get started and then you make it your own, like what works best. The grievances thing, a great example. Some people, this is the appropriate, perfect, best space to do that. And for a season, it might be that way. And then it might change in the next season. That's where mm -hmm. it's kind of ever evolving. Uh, for others, it grievances in this might be the worst thing because yeah. it brings up shit. And it's like, you don't want to taint, so to speak, this process with that. And you put that in a different container and have a different like Absolutely. within the relationship board meeting, you could actually create a grievances, you know, a uh, mini, container. mini container later on in the week kind of a thing. Yeah. Something like that. And then for some people, if they don't have a space or they don't create a space to share what would be resentments, like the, the start of the seed of resentment, then they might collect those things. And that seed just, you know, turns into a full blown tree mm -hmm. and then there's never a time to share the thing. And then it's like, that starts affecting all kinds of other things that are not directly attached to it. Yeah. So if there's a way that week by week, it's like, Hey, this thing happened and it's this thing that it, it continues to happen. And I just want to share it so that I can have it off my chest and it's out and I don't have to hold on to it anymore. And we can move on in love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there's a couple of different ways. There was a season where if you would have tried to share grievances with me during a relationship <laughs> board meeting, I would have been like, get out of my face. Uh-huh. And I think I'm softening up again pretty significantly. Yes, you are, baby. Oh, thanks. Maybe it's because we're married now. I don't know. Maybe. I definitely think about that too, where I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm how, a wife How would wife now. show up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me throwing a fit. Temper tantrum's not going to work here. So <laughs> got to be a wife lady. All right. Mm. Let's talk about the first component, which is the drop-in and the headspace. Yeah. So yeah, I can start certainly with how are you feeling right now? That's just like the general, great, let's open that way. Um, what's most present? Um, what's, and you can do like rosebud thorn if you want. Sure. You can, uh, and this one's funny, the name a color and share with your partner and why. Uh, we don't really do that one. That's, but yeah. that could be one, a fun, easy um, icebreaker of sorts. For sure. Um, I really love what are the sensations that you are feeling in your body right now? Totally. It's a great because one. Because for me, like spending a lot of my days very logically oriented and deciding and writing and figuring things out for me to stop and be present with what's actually in my, inside my body um, helps me to let some of those things go. Cause sometimes I don't realize that I have tension in my jaw or I have a tightness in my throat or my chest, or I might even be uh, clenching my fists or holding like a pit in my stomach or something like that. And so just by saying it, I can, take some breaths and release that. Yeah. Uh, and cause I, usually if I say anything that's on the more air quote negative side of the spectrum, Jordan will go, well, what do you, what do you want it to be? What do you want to shift that into something else? Mm -hmm. You know, cause I like sadness. I'll just keep a rain cloud above me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come in and break you out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another part of the headspace and the drop-in is setting intentions, which mm -hmm. can be a little bit different from time to time, depending on what is 
present and most important to the couple. Yeah. yeah. And like an example too, very, um, sort of practically like this week, we're going to Disney world for our mini honeymoon. So that is not a normal week. And so we acknowledge that with the drop in and even getting into like the next steps. Okay. So some of the things that we would normally do or that we, that are important to us to consistently do, there just isn't space for that. And that's okay. So what do we make space for and what is our intention? So it's like our intention is to release work obligations, so to speak, um, and just being, you know, having calls like that's not happening and that's great. So let's be fully into this fun experience. So the intention might be to have a lot of fun and be present with family this week. Right. And then mm-hmm. what would it take in order to do that? Yeah. Is the next question. So then we mm-hmm. take a look at our calendars and make sure that which the calendar part's coming, but that could lead for us to uh, open our calendars and make sure that we didn't miss anything that yep. needed to get rescheduled yep. or something didn't wind up on our calendar that we don't know where it happened. And all of a sudden it's there and you know, we're in the middle of the magic kingdom waiting in line and I'm on a call with somebody or some shit. Cause that shit has happened. It has happened many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then there, you know, if we're just using this as the example, then, okay, we're going to spend all this time and we're going to be with my family during that time. So when is our time to get away to be yep. with each other? Are we going to go for dinner on one of the nights, with just the two of us, yep. where do we plan maybe sexual intimacy mm-hmm. and things like that? What are we okay with? What are our, like, we absolutely want to have this happen. What are the hard no's? So we definitely don't want this other thing to happen. I'm getting a smile on my face because when you said, how are we going to have sexy time? We're going to go into a public restroom into a stall at Disney World. No, we're not. (laughs) No, we aren't. In his head. In his head, we're going to do that. Fantasize about it. We're going to do that over and over again. We're going to go in the corner of some fake bushes in Pandora's avatar. No, we aren't. We might, y'all. We absolutely not. No, we might not, but we might. No, we are not, because it's a public place. I love it when she resists. You're so ridiculous. Get turned on. Yeah. Are you done? Never. I had somebody um, on Instagram DM me and say, (sighs) "Just so, just so you know." there are cameras in every part of the haunted mansion ride because the haunted mansion ride is dark. It's dark. So, a lot so, of people fuck so there, huh? no, I don't know about fuck. <laughs> You're so, I can't even have a conversation with you. I don't even know. How are we married? Well, okay. Well, where are you going with this then? I'm just saying they're warning us. Is that what's happening? Yeah. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Uh, this podcast yes, is do. over. No, no, I don't No, You're derailing us. Mm-hmm. Where were we? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you set the intention yes. for the uh-huh. meeting. And yep. it just so happens that we're having a unique experience right now because it's holidays and because yep. we're going to Disney World. Mm-hmm. But week by week, setting our intention might be, I have a really hardcore, like there's a masterclass, there's all these things that are required, required of me. So like I need some different, I need some different attention from you, yeah. some softness from you, maybe even for the roles to be what would typically be reverse like mm-hmm. you to do some of the caregiving yeah. or something like that but yeah like self-care like my like intention need you to help me with it yeah I, like i need exactly it's great mm-hmm. there's also for the drop in an opportunity for some like i mentioned a little while ago for some touch to happen as well totally. so we recommend and i've done a, a mini episode on this actually the 3 minute game mm-hmm. is a great way to open I'm just like, I'm, it's so cheesy just to keep saying the word container. 
to open the space, open open the container, space and to start the experience. Uh-huh. Three minute game is really awesome. So if you haven't um, listened to that one yet, go back and listen to the mini episode on the touch game or the three minute game, which is really cool. And it's basically mm-hmm. taking some time to say, how do you want me to touch you? And then how do you want to be touched? Taking three minutes per question per person. Mm-hmm. And then just like getting present in your body before you go into the next piece. Yeah. And I think this is a great spot to bring awareness to what really one of the key pieces that um, was a challenge as we were well into this process over the course of several months is it started, we weren't being my, and I'll take even more kind of credit, so to speak for this, we were opening up these spaces by just going straight into, okay, so what's on your calendar? What's blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I no. would immediately, <laughs> so it was like, no. I would immediately get overwhelmed. Yeah. And I so, already have so much on my calendar yes. and you want to put more shit on my calendar. You are yeah. a source of stress. Totally. I'd like for you to go grab the basketball and the skateboard Bye. and get the fudge out of here. And so instead it's having some sort of connective experience, whether it's eye gazing and holding hands and taking turns, sharing what I love about you, what I'm, or what I'm just grateful for in life, the three minute game, um, any number of those things, which are just more of a connected presence experience. So that when you get into the next part, which has to do with the weekly overview, you're you're actually excited excited, to do something with that person. You're my person. I love you. They just bust out the calendar right away. I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) you know, I mean, that's me anyway. Yoni Pleasure Palace. Y'all, this is my go-to sacred sexuality brand. I have absolutely loved every single YPP piece that I've added to my collection. Just a day ago, Jordan read erotica to me while I played and explored with the sacred squirter. Pro tip, run any of their crystals or glass toys under hot water, get them to body temperature, unless of course you like them cold, and play and explore your body using every edge, curve or ridge on these magically crafted items. And second pro tip, do all of this playing and exploring on one of their waterproof blankets. I have multiple blankets from different companies and most of them feel like an uncomfortable felt pad or maybe even like a puppy pad. which is not sexy, but the Yoni Pleasure Palace blankets feel like delicious velvet perks. You can surrender, slow down, and relax knowing that lube, sweat, or other bodily fluids won't cause you to have to strip your bed sheets over and over again. Jordan and I use our YPP blanket to signal to each other that we are open and available for sex on any particular day. I could go on and on and on about the YPP product line. I feel like we have nearly every item that they offer, which means we have quite the collection. And each glass or crystal product is 100% body safe, hypoallergenic, compatible with all lubricants, temperature responsive, and free from any petrochemicals, plastics, or risins. It is by far the company that we own the most toys from and for good reason. You can explore the entire pleasure and healing range available over at www.yonipleasurepalace.com. And you can use my code, thatsexchick, all one word, T-H-A-T-S-E-X-C-H-I-C-K for 10% off your total order. Speaking of the calendar, the weekly overview would be the next part. So once Mm -hmm. you're dropped in, you're feeling the love, you're feeling the gratitude. And that doesn't mean that everything in your life is hunky-dory pushing up roses. It just means you and your person are in it together and you're feeling connected and you're feeling either the comings on of pleasure or you're feeling deeply pleasurable. Just like being in the presence with your person. Yep. And so then, yeah, moving in kind of to step two, the overview, this is where you get into the nitty gritties of the schedule and 
planning things and, and putting stuff on the calendar for both of y'all and becoming aware of what um, we're both up to. Yeah. And you can ease into it a bit instead of just like, I have a meeting on Tuesday is yep. the first thing you say. It's how about let's ease into it and look at what the weather's doing in the next totally. week. It's a great sequence of events and like um, um, moving through this process. Cause we're starting with the connection. It's like, oh yeah, what's the weather like? And like another is your cycle. Where are you at in your cycle? Because those things, yeah, it's like a progression of sorts. Yeah. We don't want to be caught by surprise. Yeah. Right. And then we don't know, we don't look at something silly like the weather. And then we go, let's go for a dog walk on Wednesday. And we put out, we put aside a time and whatever. And then it's gloomy and raining and cold or whatever. And we don't get to go. And then it's like an opportunity miss. And it's like, well, shit. Mm -hmm. So something like that can also, or, or it's like, we missed a beautiful day and we plan a bunch of stuff inside. And it's like, oh, this day is going to be perfect. But I have, have some things and I have calls all day. And it's like, hey, how about one or two of these? I think I can move. Yep. How about I move them to the rainy day yep. so that we can capitalize and, and really optimize mm-hmm. the week? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You can also look at general commitments. So once you ask questions like if you are with a, if you are a person that has a cycle or you are in partnership with a person who has a menstrual cycle, then asking those questions and getting kind of nitty gritty, like how, how do you feel right now leading into this phase in your cycle? Um, it's always important. I, I think to point out the times when bleeding is going to be happening yeah. because it's typically for people who have a cycle. That's a little bit more of a pensive introspective time. And so maybe some space is necessary. Uh, I love getting into like where you're at in your cycle and the, somebody who is going through you know, post bleeding is in their follicular phase or even their, um, you know, the phase that's right after that is ovulation and they're way more receptive to like run around and play and, and experience something new or something different. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course all of the different cycles or the different phases rather can give you clues as to what sex might be available as well. So like if you're ovulating, it's like, all right, a lot of sexy time is available this week. And also Mm You got to pull out and you know yes. ahead of time. So don't uh-huh. even ask. Hey, totally. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And you can say, you know, based on the phase of the cycle, what kind of support could I need yeah. or could she need um, as well? So commitments and then relationship are another component there. What are the things that are on the calendar that really can't move? Mm-hmm. Or what's some things that are important, like a dinner date with friends that's mm-hmm. really important that's set on the schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, and then asking yourself questions about what in the relation, what does the relationship want and need? Mm-hmm. What kind of adventure, what kind of movement? Some people I know do a relationship or meeting where they talk about their finances. Yeah. Like that's a category as well, which isn't typically on ours, but we do mention it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we go into it. Usually we have a separate container, like in the relationship board meeting, we plan um, our financial review kind of bi-weekly dealio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after looking at maybe the the openings on the calendar, we actually put plug things in. Mm-hmm. I'd say so we look at what's already on the schedule and then okay, where are our windows of opportunity? And the windows of opportunity sometimes to like be more or less in flow, it's like we just block that off yeah. and there's no sets there's no set thing, but we know that we want to make sure that from Sunday something down the line during the week doesn't get plugged in right there. So we're leaving that time open so that we can go, what do you want to do? And leave some spontaneity in there. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes we will actually plan, like you said, the yoga class, Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes it'll be dog walks. Dog walks. We really do like to do dog walks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And certainly other types of movement and other Mm -hmm. uh, things around the city. Sometimes it'll be our date night as well. So we plan Mm -hmm. date nights, but usually that's like once a month. Costco. We plan Costco. We really Mm -hmm. like Costco. And then Mm -hmm. the other things that we plan um, will be ritual. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll plan those different rituals and the sex. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to end on plugging in the sex. Ah, yes, you did. Want to go into that a little bit? I don't not want to go into that. Yeah. So there's different kinds and there, sometimes we've been a little, um, overzealous and that's been part of the recalibration over time. It's like, Oh, we're going to have sex every day this week. We're going to do queen and king worship. We're going to um, do sex exploration, which is like where we do things a little bit differently than we normally right. would. Learning something new. Yeah. And and sometimes those weeks have been great where we've really been ambitious. And other times it's, we set ourselves up for failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like, oh, we missed that one thing and we understand why we missed it. And it's not that big of a deal. But when we put like that many things on the yeah. calendar and we don't get, do mm-hmm. it, it's like kind of start feeling a little bad yeah. about it. So I think nowadays it's more like one to two solid sexual experiences that we want to plan. Whether it's like, so for example, last week we, um, once a month ish, we have like a Friday night overnight in the city where we get a hotel and we dress up, we have a nice dinner and, um, we'll do sometimes some kinky sex exploration kind of stuff. And so that's like a big one. So that was like the one that we planned last week. And we found that having just one, at least one significant one that we plan and doesn't have to be super produced or like an overnight necessarily. It can be typically leads to more sex. And I'm reminded of the Esther Perel quote, if you want to have more sex, have more sex. And this is a way to do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. We would also plan things like maybe a sex magic ritual, which blends the sex and the ritual part where we take like a good hour and a half, Mm -hmm. maybe even two hours so that we can move slower Yep. and we can set a scene and we can have all of the, lights in the room change to red and we have the curtains closed and it's plush and there's a a certain playlist on Mm. and that we may or may not have substances involved. We'll leave that to your imagination. Mm. Um, and I just laugh. You're cute. Whippets. Um, conscious whippets. You're so ridiculous. (laughs) Um, and you know, for, for us, that may include some meditation. It may include some breath work. It may include eye gazing and all kinds of stuff. Um, it could, it has in the past involved some journaling or some speaking about our desires and what we want mm-hmm. in life. And then the idea is that we bring those things into our actual sexual experience. Mm-hmm. And so we're infusing our desires and our dreams and where we know we are going, the vision for our relationship. We infuse that with sexual energy. I also have a podcast that's all about sex magic. So if you mm-hmm. want to play by play, it's like the, I think it's called like the six steps to a great sex magic ritual. Mm-hmm. It's one of the earlier episodes. It's really great. Um, go have a listen. And we also have a, a really awesome playlist for sex yep. magic and just sexy time in general that is available and open to everybody. It's one of our freebies. So Yep. And yeah. the last thing I'll mention for this particular part is queen and king worship. So a good flow can look like every other week is queen or king worship. So if this week it's king worship, next week it's queen worship. And the idea there is for about an hour, maybe more. Uh, if it's king worship, then you create an experience for me. And it doesn't necessarily have to be explicitly sexual. Usually it is or has significant element to that if not just like 
fully that in a sense. Um, but yeah, the idea is that I get to surrender into something that you curate for me. And once again, doesn't have to be super produced. Just having that level of intention and commitment is super significant. Yeah. It's usually good enough on my side to make it a cockworship experience. Totally. I mean, I know that I will get an A plus. Yes. If I just do that. Good. But I also (laughs) (laughs) stop. You know, stirring in my loins thinking about Uh, how good you is. I can't. I, this is my life, y'all. You love it. Um, so yeah, but at the same time, it's a challenge for me because I want to also be into it, which mm-hmm. means I get to be creative so that I'm actually into it and I'm not just delivering the same old thing each time. So yeah. we are due for that. Damn straight, baby. We are, we are due for that. So yeah, king or queen worship. And then for me, sometimes it involves, uh, it involves like you doing something sweet. And of course that it'll give you clues based off of, you know, where I am on my cycle. And I tell you that, and then that can determine what kind of queen worship. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I'm ovulating, you can strap me to the bed and do all kinds of stuff and like do all these things and make it all sensual and awesome. And then if it's like the few days leading up to my period, then put my ass in the bathtub. Yeah. Or put you on the massage table and give you rub. Yes, absolutely. And don't let me, don't ask me if I want it. Yeah. It's like, Hey, lay here. Yeah. You know, Come on. So once you plan the rituals, your adventure, um, maybe for those of you who talk about finances, you plan a money date where it's separate from your board meeting and you actually dig into your finances a little bit more. Um, so some people do that. Once you plan all those things on the calendar and it doesn't feel like you have an overwhelming amount of stuff on your yeah. calendar, but you have a nice proportion of what you're doing that's an obligation, what you're doing from a social capacity and what you're doing for in your relationship. I also would say like, for each individual to plan solo time, where yeah. are your windows of opportunity where you're also going to fill your own cup? And some weeks you're going to need more of that than others. And of course, you know, using the cycle as, um, as a clue mm-hmm. is helpful as well. So, you know, where, where are the times where you're not going to put anything on the calendar and it's just going to be for you, mm-hmm. for you to do whatever you want to do in that moment, like walk around target. <laughs> You love it. I do. I do love it. So once you're done plugging those things in, you can take a few deep breaths, feel as though you are set up for success in the week ahead. Yeah. And I'll also mention that, as I say, the week ahead, some people do these bi-weekly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, bi-monthly, but that's always confusing. Bi-weekly. So every two weeks and that's, and they do two weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, you know, when we were in a really crazy busy time, it seemed like we were getting a really solid good one for like maybe once a month and we yeah. plan for multiple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really like the cadence of every week, some yeah. sort of drop in because it mm-hmm. brings us that much closer together and really gets us on the same page. And we feel like a team. Yeah. And again, like a business, it's a great way yeah. to look at it. Like you could do once a month is like a really big comprehensive one. And then every other week is less involved. And then every week is a more simple one, so to speak, however you want to do it. Yeah. And then one way to skin a cat, (laughs) which is a strange saying. It is. I stopped myself from saying that. It's kind of fucked up. Why would anybody skin a cat? Eat the dead horse the other day. It's mean. And I was on a call with our vegan team member and I couldn't figure out. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I couldn't even figure out a different (laughs) thing to say. I was like (laughs) the thing to do again. (laughs) That's why you were so awkward. No, I get it. It was very awkward. I was like, I don't know why, why I can't awkward? say. It's a pretty common saying. Well, who taught me this and why? <laughs> I used to say that one kind of often. So I think I probably yeah. influenced you. It's probably racist. Probably. Yeah. 
and by probably mean it is. <laughs> we know this to not be true. It's confirmed on this podcast. Send us a link and it's going to, because all those things that are commonly said, like oftentimes every, anyway, yeah. separate conversations <laughs> to have. Let's go back to the board meeting. You can end your board meeting with some connection sentence stems um, by mentioning, you know, sentence stem that starts like this. Something I enjoyed with you last week is where you're bringing up something that, okay, something I enjoyed with you last week. What was last week? She can't even remember. <laughs> That's how not present she is with how awesome of a partner I am. Something I enjoyed uh, with you last week was our date night in the city. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed that. It was mm-hmm. our first one as husband and wife. Twas. And it was very sweet. And we went out to dinner and we kept it light. And I just, I loved cozying up with you. We don't drink very often. And so we had, I don't know, one, two drinks maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we were cozy dev was kind of cool outside. Mm-hmm. You're in the city and it just, it felt so nice to be with my person. Yeah. We had great conversations and yeah. Yeah. And like a novel setting. Yeah. Is- and we brought all kinds of toys and things to do because we, we always bring a bunch of toys and things. We bring like, what could we might want? Yep. You like that? What could? What might could? What could we might want? <laughs> uh, and we pack it all. And then this time we didn't use any of it because we were being so sweet with each other. Yeah. It was a make love kind of night. Mm-hmm. So um, you want to read the next one? Yeah. And so another example of like a sentence stem, something I'd like to commit to together this week is, so there's a, again, a great way to sort of wrap up this experience is to bring it back to some of these things, more connective exercises. You have something I wish I, there's a lot of personal responsibility, yeah. a lot of like, and, and I could have said that way at the beginning of the relationship board meeting conversation too. Like if you're going to take time to maybe air a grievance or resentment or something like that, take all the ownership you possibly can take for anything so and everything. So just start your sentences with I statements. Yeah. I feel this way. I take responsibility. I take ownership. So, Mm. you know, question like something I wish that I would done, I would have done differently or something that I will, I will do differently in the future Mm. is, and it's like, okay, when this thing on the calendar comes up, I'm going to take five minutes. I'm going to go sit by myself. Mm. Something like that. I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. Um, Something that you did that I felt really, really good about. Mm-hmm. was dot 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 mm-hmm. and an area that i would really appreciate your support in is and like for me i oftentimes i'm like i have many calls on this one particular day i need you to love me yeah. i just need you to love me through it that's easy baby thank you so you what shit out of that so we oftentimes use me as a reference point because like i have my peculiarities what are the mm-hmm. things that you need from me um what do i need from you um is it a weird question? A little bit. Yeah. Because it's mostly what you do for me. <laughs> Our like scales that really unbalanced. No. I, it feels right. It feels like that's the way our relationship is and how it thrives. And yeah, it doesn't feel like it's broken or needs to be done differently per se, but it's kind of funny that you bring that up. Um, yeah. Something I like the first thing that comes to mind is sex, like mm-hmm. just something that I need being you know, a lot erotic blueprint i'm a sexual and so it's i've heard it said that for sexuals it's sex is like water and breathing air and so you know an example could be i was gone not last weekend but the weekend before at a bachelor party and so i was like craving that um certainly the intimacy and just like great the, the i love hearing that sex. you were at a bachelor party craving sex <laughs> you have something uh, to tell me 
I sure don't, baby. I know you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what could have, what could I, what were you saying? So you're at a bash party, you were craving that. That's just an example. Yeah. Yeah. So like something that I'd like from you this week is, is a lot of sex. It's like a lot of sexual intimacy. With Mickey Mouse. Uh, what? What a Disney World. Yeah. You're just giving that as an example. I'm giving that example. And that was actually last week. Technically, Got it. So, yes. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have it go weird real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the end. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. You Casey get to the never. end. You get to the end. And something that was a part of the scheduling as well, you take a look at the upcoming Sunday and you plan the window of time that your next relationship board meeting is going to be. Yep. So you make Mm -hmm. sure that that's like the last thing that you're deciding on and you both Mm -hmm. say, yes, I commit to this. Yep. So, and then you round it out. Sometimes people have sexy time after because they're feeling all loved up and seen and heard and Mm -hmm. supported. Like they have a vision for the week ahead for their love and their lives. And then they put a bow on it. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe they don't. Maybe they go make dinner. Maybe they mm-hmm. go do something else that's connected. Maybe they go spend time apart. I don't know. Yeah. But there you have it, my loves, a relationship board meeting, a long overdue conversation mm-hmm. about how you have a really well-rounded relationship drop-in. Yep. My invitation to everyone is that you take the concept and you make it your own. Yes, we have a PDF worksheet that you can print or you can just hold it, You know, have it up on your phone or on your computer and you can do that with your partner week by week. But I would say, you know, print that out or mark it up and rearrange things mm-hmm. and put new questions on there and, you know, make each one of the board meeting drop-ins that you do unique to, yeah. you know, who you are that day, where you are where you are at in life. And we have like a refreshed mini course now that's a little bit more involved. We do. On the PDF, yeah. Yes, we mm-hmm. do. And so stay tuned because that is available very shortly. By the time we publish this. By the time be, we publish this, that mini course will probably be available to all of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't stay tuned. Maybe snoop around. <laughs> maybe snoop around. But we do have an updated version of the PDF as well. Mm-hmm. So that I'm sure we can put in the show notes. Totes. And the last thing I'll say is this can maybe sound a little overwhelming or daunting. And I would recommend start slow, start small. It can be fucking 10 minutes and that is a win. And it certainly can be a couple hours. Uh, but just having this time every week is important and it'll make all the difference in the world. Ah, hoski. Ah, hoski, indeed ski, babe ski. All right. Bye y'all. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.